The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, September 27th, 2022, season up 18, episode number 38. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We are presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys, and we've got some reaction for you guys. Cowboys get the big win on Monday Night Football, beat the Giants 23-16. to We're going to tell you guys what went right and wrong for the Cowboys and how they ended up uh, getting their, I guess, second win of the season and uh, the third win... <laughs> As a starter for Mr. Cooper Rush, so uh, a lot to talk about there. Nick, why are you laughing? I mean, there's a lot of things that are kind of cloudy. Like I guess, that, but I, like I guess their second win of the season. Like yeah, that's guess second. what? Guess what? This show's gonna be like. Oh, that. okay, it's gonna be like that. This show's gonna be like that. Just yeah. you know, this show's gonna be like that. <laughs> Brian, it. I'm glad you're over there smiling. As I said last week, I mean, week, Brian probably worked till four thing. in the morning too. Yeah, right? I forgot you did radio all night. Yeah, so. I had. Uh, Post game till 1 a.m. Had a son to get back to University of Texas at 6 a.m. Uh, just got done watching the tape, and I got a five-hour radio show and a podcast tonight. So we're all we're rolling the we're right, all, we're we're all rolling the right direction hey, right now. These yeah. are the days that they aren't as glamorous as you guys may think. These this are is, the days that are tough. But yeah, these hey, are this is these are the fun days for the, being able to be in that stadium, that environment last night. It's all worth. You tell them all to go to hell, fun. Nick, for me. <laughs> Oh, I'm yep. sure Nick had some words for him. Yeah. But let's start there. Let's start. A couple days before that. Let's start with uh, the big picture storylines. We'll go around the table. I want you guys to tell me what do you think is the big storyline that comes out of this game for you, Nick? Let's start with you. Well, and I'm not saying we have a controversy, but I do think that you uh, start that up already. <laughs> just, I think Cooper Rush. I is, brought uh, you up on the radio. Quite I heard about I know, that. I know, and they brought it up to me <laughs> that you brought it up, and I, I was like, "Crap!" I thought it was a. You know what? I, it's an interesting talking point. For yeah, sure. I think, but but I'll say this: this is kind of what what I wrote is that I, I never think bus drivers is a bad term. I don't. I think it's a good term. You you control the game, and sometimes you have to drive through a school zone. And sometimes you better put it on the, you know, put the pedal down on the gas and drive. And I thought he did a great job of doing both of those. That's what he is. And as I wrote, this bus driver was, you know, he did a pretty good job in rush hour last night because that's what it was. He did a great job. And they have a really good backup quarterback right now. That's that's what I think the issue. And that's not an issue. That's what the um, situation is. Amber. Yeah, Cooper Rush has taken me kind of – in a roller coaster since the moment he got here. Like, I was all up for him, supporting him, or, like, wanting to see him, uh, what he could do. Then there came a period, maybe, like, closer to last year when they they brought him back in, and then I'm like, why at that point? And I'm like, haven't been for him. And then now I'm just kind of seeing him in a completely different light. And just the way, like, he has so much poise. The game just seems so, like, under control. And it's it's... It's crazy to say that because they only scored, uh, what was it, two touchdowns by the end of the mm-hmm. night? And it wasn't, like, as attractive as you would want the offense to be. But at the same time, there's a sense of control in the game. There's a sense of, like, you don't see them with a sense of urgency and just kind of 
rushing through things and making things look dirty. He looks like he got it. He He's focused. He knows where to go. He can get rid of the ball very quickly. So I'm starting to see just a... A different Cooper Rush here. And to add to that, um, one of the things that kind of stood out to me as well is just some of these uh, players in the O-line. I think that some of the things we're seeing from Tyler Smith, some of the things that we saw in the very few moments that Jason Peters was in there is giving me a different type of hope for what is to come with this offensive line and what they could possibly do in the near future. We've all got our wish. Uh, Kellen Moore's figured out how to use Tony Pollard. And it's not just from, like, the second series or the third series. There's a real rotation. I, I can't remember. Has there ever been a time where Tony Pollard's finished the game as the last four-minute back? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. So everything that everybody wished for as far as getting Tony Pollard more involved, Kellen Moore, the offensive staff, have figured this out. And I think it's for the better of, this, of the team. If you look at uh, – you know, how they've run the ball, how they've been able to take advantage of uh, certain situations. Third and 12, they get a huge run you know, around the end there that, that just kind of breaks things open for them. You know, this, the, the timeliness of the running, the way the backs, both Zeke, Pollard, the line working together. I, I love the fact that they're just not putting Tony in there. Okay, third series, here's your turn. Mm-hmm. And until it goes bad, then you're out. It, we're seeing constant rotation with the backs. I love that. All right, let's get into some uh, some individual evaluations. Last night, Cooper Rush, again, gets his third win as a starter. He's been out three times as a starter. He's won all three games. Obviously getting a lot of respect and a lot of people talking about him at this point. His numbers: 21 of 31, 68% completions, uh, 215 yards, one touchdown. And I think personally his, stati- his statistics didn't really tell how good of a game he really had. Yeah. That all being said, how did you guys evaluate his play last night? I think there's another stat, too, floating around. He's the first quarterback in the history of the NFL to have his first three wins are all game-winning drives, mm. fourth-quarter drives. Um, yeah, I thought his numbers were great. I thought the receivers you know, didn't, didn't do him any favors there for uh, the first part of the game. But, you know, they're um, – I thought the biggest play of the game, honestly, was a pass to C.D. Lamb, and it was after Barkley's touchdown. It's first and ten. The crowd's going nuts. Here it is. They can smell a three and zero, you know, season start here, and they hit. He hit C.D. Lamb for seventeen yards to go. Like, All right, back to the forty-two, and then that drive gets going, gets going, and then they score the first touchdown. I thought that was the biggest moment there. That shows he's not afraid to make the throw, not afraid to throw it to C.D. Lamb, who's got the dropsies. Give him the ball. Let's get it get it rolling again. And I thought that just kind of kicked the whole thing in gear because it looked like yeah, bottom's, bottom's about to drop out of this thing. I thought that was a really big moment there. Yeah, the, the thing with Cooper Rush, and, and Ambar brought it up too, is the calmness that he plays this game. Yeah. And, the, and, you know, last week I felt against Cincinnati there was more of a pass rush that he was dealing with. I know we talked about it in our shows. This week there was some late hits and stuff, but it wasn't from Thibodeau or Ojolari, who the offensive line held them off the stat sheet, which I thought was really, really good. I don't remember Thibodeau's name. Well, they had one called. one assist and one tackle each in that day. Yeah, I don't even yeah. remember him. Yeah, at all so, said, yeah. I don't remember him at all. That that was just you know, that was great that in that regard. But the way with Cooper Rush and the and, and at the end of the game when they're trying to kill clock, 
and he has the presence of mind not to snap it until it's down to the two or three second mark. You know, a, a, a young quarterback might have just gone up there and run the play in a hurry, and now you're leaving him time and all that. I thought he did a really good job of handling those situations at the end of the half, into the game, uh, where they needed him just to kind of manage the game, get everybody where they needed to be. I thought, you know, even uh, you know, it was it was it was great that. You know, even after the fourth and four, this is the presence of mind, and we've seen this with the Cowboys before. The presence of mind, the ball is thrown to Lamb at the sticks. He's hit, and it's like going to be close. And he gets him up the line. How many times have we been in the press box? Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Mm -hmm. You know, we're screaming for him to move. Mm -hmm. And everybody's kind of milling around and not really. And Coop, he has the presence of mind of moving everybody. And now there's no chance for a rookie head coach on the other side to get a look at it and be no flag. You know, we're going to stop that because that would have been a close play. That would have been, it probably would have been a Dallas first down, but it was one of those things where we'd have been sweating that thing for three or four minutes going, Man, this is close. Mm-hmm. This is bang bang. This is close. But Cooper and got him to line. Some positive yards out there. I want to say they got a ten yard. Oh no, they got yeah, they got yeah, yeah got more yeah, yeah. ran it, the ball. Yeah. But for her point I mean, about that play, I thought yeah. that was real interesting too. Is that they kept him on the field without a doubt? Like they yeah. kept him on the field. Yeah. The Giants burned a timeout there because yeah. they weren't ready for that. Then we didn't think they were going to snap the ball. But they did. They snapped it. And they threw it, and there was the presence of mind of or, or the the confidence in Rush to to, to make that play. But you're right about they just burned a timeout. Yeah. And then do they want to throw another challenge yeah. out there? So burning that timeout was big because it's like, I don't know if I could if I could challenge this because I don't want to yeah. lose two timeouts. If I could circle back real quick before mm-hmm. Ambar's and what it what you know, if you if you look at the situation too, you know, Mike McCarthy in postgame, I know you guys were loading up, but McCarthy postgame said that they had a play in mind and then they changed the play after the timeout. So again, now we're asking Mike McCarthy to have conversations. To have, you know, that's you know, that's the things I've been asking. Mike, help Kellen Moore. Mike, did you suggest that, hey, Kellen, listen, they think you're gonna do this. We might want to think. And then he says, We ran a play that Kellen's run a hundred times. I mean, excuse me, that uh that Cooper Rush has yeah. run a hundred times. That's the play we went to from one play, and that's all you gotta ask your head coach. You know, click over. Give the encouragement. Hey, have two have two plays ready. We're going for it here. Don't we're not we're not hesitating. You you get this thing ready. That's the kind of yeah. thing you want from your head coach managing these games. You have another example of that too later in the game. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, we're I mean, just, just stealing, go ahead. we're stealing our points here. I'm sorry, but I was told that on the touchdown by Zeke when Zeke scored that touchdown to tie the game, it was first and goal in the seven. Uh, I was told they knew on first and goal in the seven, we've got four plays yeah. to score. And that is when the off that's where the head coach is yeah. saying gets in. Hey, we're scoring a touchdown, four plays, no doubt about it. So call accordingly. Yep. Well, something that I'm loving, and aside from the confidence that he's shown in the field, is the confidence that everyone has been showing around him, like the coaching staff. The fact that you're not rushing Michael Gallup to get back into that game. The fact that you're not rushing Dalton Schultz, who was still kind of a TBD type of situation. You're not rushing these players to come back. You can include Dak Prescott in there. But we know how hard it is to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. All the lights are on you. All the cameras are on you. 
and just the way he's being able to carry this, but like everybody seems to have confidence in him. Like the team is all for him right now. So being able to see like these younger tight ends making plays, getting help that way, it's something that has really caught my attention. And I've been really impressed with the way they've just handled these past two weeks so far. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Nick. You mentioned this last night. I think we were on the plane. You were like, if someone would have told you weeks ago, Cowboys go into New York, get a win, they go to two and one. And by the way, they don't have Tyron, they don't have Dak, they don't have. And you go down that whole mm. list of guys that are out. This is this is more of an amazing feat than I think we're yeah. really thinking about it right now. You're just thinking, hey, they went and got a win. You, you probably think the Giants aren't that great. They probably aren't as good as their record may have suggested going into the game. But still, to well, do that without your quarterback, your left tackle, one of your best defensive players in J. Ron Kirsch, like you look at all the people that are out, this is really, an, I think, an amazing feat that they've won these last two games in the way they have. I think they have the best player in football. I really do on Cooper their team. Rush? Okay. I think you know, it's you know funny. a guy that rushes. It, 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 yeah, yeah. You're close. Like that was close. You know what's funny is that we're like Thibodeau, Oloz, you know, yeah, Ojolari, yeah. one tackle, one yeah. tackle, like yeah. Micah Parsons, one tackle, not oh. even, a, not even, a, yeah. not even just a solo, uh, not a solo tackle. That's it. That's all he did. And you and you watch the game and you're like, Micah Parsons can still wreck the game. And when they're double and tripling him. Tank gets three sacks, and and Dorrance Armstrong looks like a player. You know, he really. And this was with Micah being a little banged up, and we noticed in certain plays where, but yeah, yeah, and and he was still so freaking effective. Like it's insane what he's been able to do. But Mike McCarthy kind of mentioned that uh, after the game, just kind of how they were trying to handle him and his situation, and also trying to keep him a little. More like keep his juice in there for the fourth quarter specifically. So it, it's still he's such a freaking impressive player. Yeah. And well, Donovan, well, yeah, Donovan Wilson. Well, man, Donovan Wilson, flying. I think he ended up with eleven tackles. Yeah, and I think he could have probably had fifteen for the game. And I think a there were tackles for losses. I, I th- yeah, mm-hmm. I think there were three there where I went, oh, dude, please no. And you're thinking, oh, if Curse was in there, that might have been a tackle. Yeah, Curse plays that game. That might be fourteen tackles for Curse. Great job of positioning the safety, the down safety, in the ability to make. And that's just with Dan Quinn and you know George Edwards, you know Joe Witt, all these coaches, Al Harris. I mean, they've done a great job with this defense and been able to put guys in position to make those plays. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we got to talk about what I think may have been the star group of the night, which is the offensive line. Some really, really positive results of what they were able to do and a new face. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. 
Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to the break. Make sure and book an appointment at your local Essler experts. Find the perfect lens for you. See more, do more, Essler. Welcome back. It is the second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. This segment is presented by Blockchain.com. We're talking about the Cowboys' victory against the New York Giants, 23-16. to It is the 10th of the 11th. It is the, the 10th time the Cowboys have beaten the Giants in the last 11 games, absolutely dominating that team. Um, and I'm sure the folks in New York aren't loving it, but the Cowboys, they got their number for whatever reason. They are on a ride right now. It reminds me of, uh, I want to say I was like, it was maybe the earlier mid-2000s where that's what the Cowboys were doing to Washington. Like, Washington just had no chance. They were just running through them every time they met up. Um, let's talk about the, the the offensive line. I want to start first with the idea that when you look at the uh, the running game, Cowboys running game was extremely effective last night. They had 30 carries for 176 yards, a 5.9 average with Zeke. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I was about to call him Zeke Pollard. With uh, Pollard <laughs> going, going for uh, 105 yards on 13 carries, that's an 8.1 average. Zeke 15 for 73, a 4.9 average with a, uh, with a touchdown. And really, to me, that's really about what you saw from the offensive line because if you want to go look for more proof that the offensive line affected that game, just look at how much – uh, you you saw Cooper rush upright and not being uh, pat rushed. He had uh, I think they had two quarterback hits, no sacks. I mean, this game all the way around looks like this offensive line played its butt off. What did you guys think? Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. I don't I don't remember hearing anything about Biotish, Terrence Steele. Mm-hmm. You know, Farniak had a little issues there, um, and they had some penalty problems. Um, you know, they would have lost this game. And you could point back to some penalties. Um, but but yeah, they, they they kept it clean for Rush. They 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 ran the ball pretty well when they had to. Just getting it first and goal from the seven and running it in like that with three. That's what they haven't done last year. It's being able to run the ball mm-hmm. into the end zone like that without tricking it up. I thought that was impressive. I, they're they're physical. They're a physical team. And when Peters gets in there, that's going to be nasty Ooh. with those two on the left side there. 
You know, one thing that I, I'm liking that I see this offensive line do, you know how sometimes you're blocking and you can have a guy just blocking and then that's it. Like you did your job and that's it. But what happens like throughout the play when the like the camera follows the player, but you're the not like, like you're watching this and you just see how much competitiveness there is in there. Like they will keep going. They'll run down. We saw Tyler Smith running down the line. Like he, it's not like, oh, I did my part. That was it. No, I did this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to try to do that if I can. So those types of things, I, it's just you love to see. And I'm very excited, actually, again, of, like, what this can turn into. We got a special quick sneak peek of Peters in there. And, man, I'm I'm excited for next week. Yeah, there was only one time where I felt like that Jason Peters didn't really do his job. And, it, and it's funny because it was the – it was the long run. It was the third and twelve. He, it's almost like he busted. Like he, he, he. Everybody was stepping to their left to get going, and he kind of held. Like he got caught in between. Mm-hmm. Oh wait a minute, is this an, a play that's coming outside of me on the left side, or is it an all the way outside play? So you see him. He kind of got a little lucky with how he got his man. But overall, the pass sets, uh, the you know working together with it with with. Uh, Biotish at center or working with Smith. I mean, there, there was there was good movement there. The things that I was concerned about with him, with the lateral ability and stuff, you know, it looks like okay, well, hey, that wasn't terrible. But yeah, I I, I think where where Cooper, uh, where excuse me, where uh, Kellen Moore is taking advantage of this offensive line. He knows he has tight ends that can block at the point of attack. He knows he has Noah Brown that he can put close in the slot and hammer the edge and get guys out. He's taking advantage of he athletes. Got Turpin, too. Yeah, <laughs> Turpin, Turpin, Turpin. He did. He, he yeah. actually hung in there. On that first block. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I man. Can't he, believe it. It's crazy. We didn't expect to see him get the ball, and he's yeah. like, oh, he's blocking. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, he's, okay. yeah, it's, everybody, it's like him in a forest of sequoias, <laughs> you know, and he's, you know, blocking. He's just away. dancing with him. He's them, just yeah. kind of, but he's, you know, he's doing his job. But I think what they're doing is it's not so much just run the ball straight ahead and hope for the best. It's, hey, let's get the ball. You know, if it gets to the edge, we stretch it, and then it can bend back. You know, they're, 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 they're calling some really effective running plays That's it's, it's, it's held up because the offensive line has the athletic ability to make the blocks like you're talking about and the ability to finish. Like you, that that block you say with Smith all the way the two blocks he got he dives into the pile like you know they're they're, they're trying to unpile and he's diving in to try and get a third block you know and on that whole thing so yeah it, it's just a really nice combination of athletes and good play scheme to to, to uh, enhance what they're doing and with Peters we saw like something that stood out to me too is his strength how strong oh, yeah. he's, he is yeah. and so yeah. <laughs> with Tyler Smith which we've seen his strength. Yeah. Too like, just just what all the force and strength that there is there combined. It's well, just a good example of Tyler Smith's strength in one of the pass plays. I mean, uh, Thibodeau gets a really good run on him and is like got him leveraged, and he's like step back, step back, and then all of a sudden it's like no more. Mm-hmm. Boom! He just mm-hmm. sits down. He does that a lot. He just noticed, sits yeah. down and like you see Cooper's throwing the ball to his left, and so he's standing there, and Tyler Smith takes like. Two hops, like hop, hop, and then it's sit, 
And then Thibodeau's not going anywhere. I mean, Cooper, you know, you don't have to worry about him hitting his hand on anybody's helmet or anything like that because he's got the the width of the pocket taken care of for Cooper Rush on that play. Yeah, if you notice, that happens, I think, quite a bit, even going back to training camp. It's one of the reasons why I love Tyler Smith is because he is a young player. So guys beat him with their first move a, a decent amount of time. The difference is once he locks in, like you said, hop, hop, Okay, yeah, that's it. You're not going anywhere not, else. Yeah. His strength is good enough where he's not going to get overpowered. Right. And once he figures out where you're trying to go, he can usually get himself leveraged in the right way to where you're not getting any farther. And so yeah. imagine once he now gets a hang of all these different moves that are getting thrown at him and you don't beat him with that first move. That's what makes me think going forward he is going to be an exceptional left tackle in this league. You know, what, what excites me is is when you think about, you know, I always say running the ball down in the red zone when, you, when they know you're going to run it or short yardage. So in a week or two, I think Tur- – I mean, not Tur- I think um, Peters will be even better there. Left guard, Tyler Smith at left tackle, Connor McGovern as your lead fullback again. You know, they're going to have a rotate. They're going to have him doing some stuff. Now you got some really good beef on the on that left side, the middle, whatever you want to do with I mean, he's your fullback and those two guys in there, I mean, you, you could be able to really do, do you, some do you, do you think that you maybe do you start Peters? I know you would like to like you were talking we were all talking about left tackle, but is this a good role for him if you get McGovern back? Do you start McGovern over Farniak? Let him Farniak because it's now the swing center guard. Yeah. But you start, you start McGovern. But Peters is going to play you fifteen to twenty plays a game. Peters told me after the game that he could have played the entire game. Yeah, but they he, didn't he do that. Fresh. He looked and, fresh, and, and he said next week he expects to do that and even more. And this is he goes, this is my preseason game. Okay, mm-hmm. and exactly then it. he okay. said he called he called it his preseason game. And then he said, "I'll." So he, in in his mind, he's going to be the starter so, at left guard. Yeah, that's what, I'm what it sounds like. Yeah, okay, good. Maybe that's what they've told him too. Yeah. And frankly, yeah. I know Brian. You said it looked like he kind of got off. I actually looked at that play where where it happened. It seemed like to me because at first in the, when we were watching yeah. press conference, we were like, "Oh, he kind of actually screwed up on that play." But when I went back I, and watched it, it looked like to me more like that was kind of how it was designed. He was supposed to take that guy, and he yeah. basically sealed. Yeah. And when he sealed, he basically sealed two guys, and that's yeah. what sprung Pollard. It's funny because, well, no, that was a good, the block on that one, there was another He's talking play. about third oh, okay. and 12. Third okay, and 12 I thought play. you were talking about that play. No, no, the play, the long run, no, yeah. it was a great adjust. Yeah. Great yeah. adjust. The third and 12 one, it's like he kind of got, you see everybody taking that hard step play side, and he's kind of like, and then, you know, everybody's on him, you know, and he's yeah. now he's fighting through it. But, no, the play you're talking about, the long run, a perfect great line. adjust. Yeah. He's going to take a hard step left. Linebacker's going to try and undercut the yep. play and run through. No. Boop. Just 350 yep. pounds. Boop. Just, you no. Know. And then that's the way. But great. You know, that's a, just a great job on the outside of getting blocks and making that play. And yeah. that was when I was – that was the moment I said, this guy can play guard. Because even if he has some deficiencies yeah. – that's the kind of play that with a, a running back like Tony Pollard, all you need is a few of those a game. You pop crease. those long runs, yeah. and you give him, yeah, you give him that little crease. He pops that long run. Those are game game breakers, right? Game changing yeah. play type plays. And you know, it's it's funny. People on Twitter, or whatever, ask me about, oh, well, how do you think the best five? Well, you know, I, I have no answer for you because everything <laughs> that I've thought that they might do has been really the total opposite. And again, I've said this before. The last time they cared about my opinion was 2005. So, you know, that's when you look at this offensive line, 
They're going to play the guys how they want. It'll be interesting to see when they get McGovern back uh, how they incorporate him into the into the mix. And well. let's just be clear: like I think we we do give this this front office and this coaching staff a lot of flack for the decisions that they make. I know and they I earn it. They earn it yeah. often. Yeah, we got to give them some credit because they had a vision for this player. It looks like they got a vision for this player, and it yeah. looks like it might actually work. And it's against convention of what most people think he was capable of even doing. And and right now, at least from the 15, 14 plays that he played in this game, it looks like they may be on to something here, and it might end up being a really good thing, not only for him, yeah. but also for the development of your left tackle, having that guy next to him with a lot of experience. They had a vision, too, for Turpin when they got him mm-hmm. and what they can do. Another game with some, a couple of big returns, literally – Trip, one guy trips him, another guy is they don't block him. That's just the way the scheme was. It's going to make him miss. But, you know, they've got vision for these players, and they've and it's worked out for them. There's another thing about Turpin that, that I like is, is, you know, obviously he's got the speed. He's going to break one at some point. And, he's, and teams are noticing they're probably starting to kick away. But he's pretty sure-handed with the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's not the guy that's just okay. You have a dynamic punt returner, and then you have the sure-handed guy that'll fair catch it on the ten. You get the same guy. You know, he he's he's pretty good at doing that. And I think I think that helps too when you're running full speed like the return he had. A lot of guys don't even want to mess with no. that. He catches it, gets up the field. I mean, that was as quick as I've seen anybody get from like point A to point B. Like he's. It's two games. He, he's, he's must watch. Yeah, he's had two games where he's had big special teams plays. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about your kicker and the way his ability to make. You know, I, I think the only reason he missed the the field goal before the half is he was Maybe on the not. wrong hash. Yeah. You know, you need to put him on the the opposite hash so he can the ball tends Drive to hook. Yeah, yeah. The, the way he kicks. Yeah. You know, and he's and having a phenomenal start. Sure is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say back to Turpin. Turpin moves people in the press box. If you, I yes. wish there was a there'd be a GoPro or yeah. you could look at that because when he that, is yeah. about to do something and he's about to score, then he gets tripped. Everybody, you, me, and Patrick, everybody's like, oh, oh like moves. I mean, like I do have Dallas's defense on fantasy, so it's a little bit selfish. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you're you're getting mad. You're, I was. you're like, I needed points. Yeah, but when Diggs probably went down, you know, after the interception, you're like, score! score! Like, what are we doing? I need points. Yeah. If you're still hunting points on Monday night, oh yeah, you were in trouble. To yeah, trouble, right. I was. Yeah, it was an L. <laughs> yeah, I was. All right, we're gonna take our final break. We didn't come back. We got to talk a little bit about C.D. Lamb. Uh, he had an interesting evening to say the least. We'll talk yeah, about sure that. We come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field: United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. This sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. 
Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the break. This Sunday, October 2nd, while the Cowboys take on the Washington Commanders, you can go to the first game day minicamp. Bring your kids out to the Ford Center. You can go shop at the Star District and eat whatever you want. They're all the restaurants they've got over there. Mm-hmm. While the kids play on the field with former NFL players, Visit the <laughs> DallasCowboys.com slash Academy. This is the worst written read of all time, so I'm just redoing it. I'm sorry. No, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I can't do it. Watch the hand. Watch the it's hand hilarious. come over. Watch the hand come over the, 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 the uh, They're like, oh, God, he's on camera. He's on camera. Oh, my God. Uh, the, the Arkansas A&M game. Yeah, that was Was that your feeling, Arkansas A&M? Yes. Did that oh, thing hit man. the upright? Is that, I, I've never it. I've never seen a ball hit the top of now, the upright. I'm like glad that. we could make history uh, like several times in the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Still, I'm, I'm over <laughs> it Alabama now. this week, right? Yeah, yeah, I can tell you're over. You it. going? Yeah. Yes. Still, yeah. I'll be you. there. Good what is you. what's this weekend? Alabama. Alabama. We just play Alabama. Y'all don't get a rest, do you? Nah, it's just, just it's keep just, coming. It's just a must win against hey, Alabama. Welcome to the SEC. In a couple of years, I looked at LSU's schedule. They got. I don't mean to turn this into college talk, but Auburn this week, and then it's. Tennessee, uh, yeah. Alabama, Mississippi. I mean, it's like A and M, Arkansas. It never, it's like, it never ends. And that's every the funny thing about the, the SEC 15. is you you start even the teams that you going into the season. You're yeah. like, okay, that may be an yeah. easier game, like a yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Tennessee's good that year. Yeah. Like you always have those teams that pop up in the SEC that are good that nobody necessarily Kentucky. expected to be that good. Yeah, like you're like, wait a minute. It, 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 thank God for Vanderbilt. They helped the grade point <laughs> average, but they're also you know that's what yeah. it is. But in the I mean, you, again, when Texas comes to the SEC, yeah. it's not going to be easy for anybody mm-hmm. you're gonna nope. you're gonna play you're gonna have to play Every those two weekend. or three weird games but then from that point on you're playing everybody in the top 15 yep that's just yep. Way it is. that's so the way there it's are no easy be. games there are. I, i'm yeah, just i'm not looking forward bath. to that yeah. yeah i'm not looking forward to that all right uh let's talk about cd lamb man this uh last night he had 12 catches he had i'm sorry he had eight catches on 12 targets 87 yards uh, a touchdown two noticeable drops um Make it make sense. Make his night make sense for me. <laughs> I think he was fighting the ball early. There's games where CD will fight the ball, and, and I think he's one of those – he's like a little bit of a confidence catcher that if if it goes bad – like the one he dropped, the big play that he dropped, 
that you you can't draw that up any yeah. better. They drew that up and said, CD, we're going to throw you a touchdown pass right yeah. here, and you're going to catch. We're padding your stats right we're here. We're going to yeah, we're going to you're going to be player of the game because this catch right here, <laughs> and then he has the tip ball, and then he kind of like tried to body catch, look like Terrence Williams playing again, you know, and you're like going, man, he is fighting this thing bad. And then they finally but he was fighting it so yeah. bad. And then they finally kind of got him going a little bit. And then, then you could see that drive. Nick was talking about the 17 yard. Catch. You know, from that point on that, that drive they scored on his drive that got him right back in the game. Yeah. You remember the movie, um, um, uh, bad boys. Mm-hmm. With uh, Martin Lawrence yeah. and, and uh, Will Smith, Will Smith, Smith. Yeah. and at the end he says, "Now that's how you drive. Yeah, that's how you drive every time. <laughs> that's what I felt like with 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 um, CD on that drive. The f- yeah. four yards, first down. Yeah. You go over the middle. You're going to get hit, but you got the sticks. You hung on to the ball, yeah. and then the next time you caught this ball over the middle, you had nowhere to go. You're just going to plow through the guy, try to get to the yeah, one. And then what I like about this coaching staff, two weeks in a row, if you get us down here, yeah." We're going to feed you. Yeah. Pollard last week, this week. I mean, Zach Martin even said it. Zach Martin even said, for, first and goal from the one, shotgun. Yeah. Like, come on, run the ball. Yeah. But now we're going to get CD. We're going to, yeah. you know, and he caught it. That was an amazing catch. It was an You know, and then he catch. runs over a girl over there and picks her up. As, yeah. You know, I, I didn't see any of this. What were we yeah. doing up there? You can't I, see from in I, the I know, clouds. but, like, I didn't see how great that catch was. It was yeah. right in front. I mean, if there's any play that we should see, it would be the one right there. It just right looked there. like a, a, that's a, a where traditional we all stand. catch, but yeah. it was yeah. a really, really good yeah. catch. Yeah, really great catch. catch. And just, you know, I, I just thought it was a it was a moment of, like, you know what? I am a number one receiver, yeah. and I've had a bad first half, but I'm not going to let it affect me here. Well, see, it's funny. At the post game, they talking to Cooper Rush, and he says, well, the guy you had confidence. He goes, why'd you throw it? He goes, it's CeeDee Lamb. You know, I mean, he was trying to be nice about it. He was like, listen, I, that didn't bother me that I should have had another touchdown pass. You know, it's seriously, one of the prettier plays. If you go back and watch the All-22, if you have that opportunity, you'll see it blocked perfectly, perfectly. And to get him all the way across the yeah. field was, was brilliant. It really was. I'm just waiting for it to fully click because we, I mean, yeah, no, you're we, not wrong. we know, and we've, I mean, we've seen him. Yes. And I agree no, with no. Cooper Rush. He yeah. is CD lamb. Why would you not want to throw the yeah. ball to CD lamb? Yeah. So we know what he's capable of, but I just feel like we're now starting week four of the season and it just, it still hasn't kind of clicked there. Like he's not doing the things that you kind of expect him to do. Because you've seen it in the past and you know he can do it. So I'm waiting for that moment where it's just like, okay, this is a guy to watch every week. Because I don't feel – I I hate saying this, but I don't feel that opponents right now see him as a huge threat. So let me ask you this. What do you think is missing right now from C.D. Lamb's game other than the drops? That's obvious. He's not I as think, consistent in that way. But what do you think is missing? I think the early confidence – I think that it, it's almost like Des Bryant. Remember when they had to get Des Bryant going into a game or mm-hmm. it would be like he's yelling at everybody or losing his mind on the sidelines? I think it's a little bit that way with CD. I think you have to find a way to kind of like make a play, make a play, and now he's into that game. Because it, it, early, I mean, these games, 
when things don't go well, what was the game last year that we're that they it was I'm trying to remember the uh the game where he came down on the end and they kept they kept getting the holding penalties, got back to back holding penalties. We were talking about that. Uh, Ty, uh Tyron Smith had a holding penalty. Oh yeah. And then Connor Williams had a holding penalty in a game. The Bucks. The Buck the Bucks game. Okay, there it is. The Bucks. We were the talking Patriots, about the Bucks. One of yeah, those the, it was the Bucks. He he the second half of that Bucks game, he did he was not really doing anything or the first half. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the second half they get him going. And he's making play after play after play after play, and you're like going, oh, "Okay, I see what's going on here." I think he, I think his confidence yeah. kind of goes up and down depending how things are going for him early. With, with all the traits, you know, let's say this was Madden ratings for all things. I mean, what is he a ten at? I don't know if he's a ten catch you know, radius, maybe. Maybe, but the his only ha- thing is his hands aren't his hands yeah, aren't great. Aren't no, his speed enough. isn't great. Yeah. He's not the biggest guy in the world. He, his his yak isn't isn't great. I think his run after catch at Oklahoma is what really yeah. set him right. apart from everybody. And you haven't seen the run after it was catch special here. in college. Right, yeah. Kansas yeah. State's not on this schedule, yeah. and I, yeah. I say that because I know we are I just remember the Washington Commanders. Is right, what does that mean? What does that mean? But I will say this. Take it for what you Speaking want. Speaking of college football, you know, sports information directors will will send like Heisman, you know, campaigns out to all the media. Yeah. This guy could, you know, be a Heisman. I think the NFL, I think the Cowboys need to do that with Noah Brown to the officials and say he's a pretty good receiver. If you tackle <laughs> him, you know, it should be a pi. Like, like maybe he should get you a tackle call him before he like gets the ball. Like any other yeah. receiver. Seriously, that one, that second one, not the end zone one. Both the of them were one, egregious. We, Let's be honest. We were saying up in the press box, they played Red Rover with him, yeah. and he was like fighting through it, and they still they're like, nope, nope, looks like good coverage. Like, I kind of, I kind of gave it one of these <laughs> Red numbers. Rover, Red Rover. I kind of gave it the number because then after Shepard got called for offensive pi, I kind of said. Okay. Okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> We're good. We're good here. That you was. Know, that's the kind of. That, so I was just waiting, waiting, waiting. I'm like, oh, offensive PI gets after a scramble throw. Galladay can't catch a cold no. anymore. Oh, he gosh. catches one, and then all of a sudden, it's a it's a like a 13, 14 yard gain. Yeah. And yeah. big play. And then all of a sudden, you get offensive pass interference. And I look at, it, I go. Oh, yeah, that okay. made the list. I mean, they, they were good. They basically <laughs> that last night there were a lot of times that they yeah. were but on both sides of the ball. Oh sure, there were calls that were there to be made, and the yeah. refs say we're keeping our flags in our pockets. Oh yeah, and except so, for the except for the first play of the game on defense, like attempted holding. It's not holding. <laughs> Just because you tried Just because you tried. I mean, Anthony Barr tried to hold Barkley. He did it, and they yeah. called it. Like, I, on the film, it looks like he missed him. Right. No. I don't think – I don't. I think it was a phantom, a phantom call because I was expecting the 20 – I'd see the two or the six move on the jersey because yeah. when you grab somebody, usually that jersey will move. I think Barkley went right by him. Yeah. I think it was one of those grab, miss – and then you I mean, know, if, yeah. if you try to punch someone at, at a bar and you yeah. miss, I mean, is that still assault? It's just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's I, a good question. I don't even I'm getting. You might fights. be in trouble if you miss a punch in a bar fight. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, if you're gonna do it, you got connect. bigger problems. Yeah, you, yeah, you got bigger problems than that. Yeah. yeah, you know that that brings up an interesting point though. Talking about the penalties last night, the numbers of penalties were actually down for this team. I would yeah. think somewhat. They only had eight penalties for seventy yards. That's maybe an improvement. Some bad, but but it, man, was the, but, but it was the kind of penalties, and that's where I wanted to get your opinions. They had three kill, three penalties on third downs, which obviously is a killer. 
They had uh, the one that negated the Armstrong sack. That was the face mask on Joseph, which the moment Joseph came in the oh game, I was God. like, something bad is about to happen. <laughs> Jordan, Lewis is, Jordan Lewis's defensive holding penalty was another yeah. bad. Yeah. That, that, you're off the field on that one, So what too. are your thoughts on, on just the penalties overnight overall? Because overall, again, the number wasn't huge, but the timing was, I think, really, really I, hurtful. I'm sorry. I, I'm at these. I don't get to go to the games with you guys on the road, and I every time they get off the field on third down, I'm expecting the yeah. little box to say flag. Mm. <laughs> I'm expecting You're it. Looking for it. Like, I do. The yellow box? I, I am. The I'm going. Box? Where's the yellow box? Because they're about to get one here. Yeah. You From, know the yeah. sack. Like you say, Armstrong sack. I mean, you're like, whoa. What are we doing? Yeah. I mean, he grabbed the guy's face mask. What are you doing? For what? For like, what? Was, he didn't even need to. For I'm what? like, for what? Yeah. You grab a face mask in coverage. <laughs> yeah. I just don't get that. <laughs> but uh. we talk- yeah, I get so pissed off because I don't. I, listen. <laughs> Here we go. No, 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 no. <laughs> Took you 43 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it really pisses me off because, and I don't want to diminish myself and, you know, my amount of wonderful years of experience that I've gained so far. <laughs> But at the, but when I'm watching football games and I see something that I feel like even I freaking know not to do that, it makes it even worse. I'm like, oh my god! But so that was when who got hurt on that play? Because that's when he went in. Was it Trevon Diggs when he got hurt? Yeah, Diggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Diggs got hurt on the sideline. He went in, and I. Have you guys seen a single good thing that Kelvin Joseph has done? He's a special teams gunner, and he's yeah. not bad at that. Yeah, it, but that's not what you draft your yeah. second As round picks to do. He has not been a guy that well, you no. have. Put no, it this he way. goes play, in make a lot defense. Of plays. Yeah. No. Put it this way, not one thing. Yeah, they played dime last night in the last couple of series of that game. Six defensive backs and. It was McQuamu on the field. They don't even. They didn't even put one out there. I'm kind of surprised yeah. that when that when Diggs went out. Bland isn't the guy you would yeah. want to yeah. bring in. Like in my opinion, Bland's the again. Third. They don't care what we he think. Is, I know they don't. But, but I, th- I think Bland is the fourth yeah. best corner on your team I, I at, at the very least. At the very least, yeah. I, yeah, I agree with you on that. I do agree. And I do wonder once you get to this offseason if that's what we end up seeing. Do we end up seeing a situation where Bland by next year is cemented as one of your players at cornerback? Well, you've got guys that are not under contract, right? So I think you got one more year, right? Well, yeah, Lewis and. No. Lewis and like Brown. you could move on, but you could move Lewis, on. Lewis, that holding penalty. What do you? Did he run? I just, I'm like, bro, you're a veteran. You play in the slot. You know you can't do that. If a guy, if you're playing off and they run into you, just bump them. Don't yeah. grab them. Don't tackle them. Don't. It, it's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough. All right, appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back tomorrow, man. This is a, this is a quick turnaround. We're right on to the Washington Commanders, Commanders tomorrow. tomorrow. Right? Yeah, we'll get on to the Commanders' offense versus the Cowboys' defense. Man, we got some things to talk about with this Cowboys defense. This thing is is really rolling right now. We'll have some uh, some good thoughts on that. Till then, for Nick Eaton, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this?